the SND Podcast channel, the perfect channel for any style of podcast. We have all different pop culture style podcasts for all of your listening needs. If you would like to start a podcast, you can reach us at sndpodcast at gmail.com. We are always looking for new podcasts to add to our channel, and the topic could be anything you want. So contact us now. Welcome to episode 285 of the S&D Podcast Show, and quite frankly, I have no idea where we start. Raccoons, rats, rat raccoons, punches, Vin's dumpster diving for his familiar jersey, (laughs) Uh, familiar's on fire now, like seven in a row. The the greatest walk off hitter of all time, Peter Morezek. Where where do we begin? This team is this is crazy. Even Met standards. I don't know about the you. Bears have a guy who just gets walk off fielder's choices. That, yeah. that that's the thing ever. Yeah, in two weeks we will never remember. It. Well, like oh yeah, remember this guy. So so my question to you guys. And it's funny because they, they, they did this on the We Gotta Believe. And I feel like Vin did this. But th- do you guys know what position he's actually marked as? Catcher. Catcher. If, and Clem said this on the We Gotta Believe episode on Monday. That came out on Monday. If you told me that guy was the long reliever out of the bullpen, I would have believed you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I would have believed you. I, he was on the team. Like, he came up at some point last year i think he's been around before like isn't that I, i've seen him before but uh, yeah i he's, do know he's jason he's a, phillips with a beard yeah he's technically right. the third string catcher but right. he, and he only, they only called him up because he's like on the 40 basically <laughs> basically yeah right he's which is weird because they were saying the the kid they got from the royals was supposed to be the guy that was called up for nimmo last week but now that somehow uh, what's his name? Has a just a Bruce Older from going face first into a wall. Yeah, <laughs> he's coming up for him. Yeah, because yeah, he, he they're called up today, actually. Right, but he'll be officially, I think, in Tampa. He'll be officially part of the roster. Mm-hmm. I think they waited till like after the game to make it official. Right. Um. Let's let's get let's get into uh, two things. I don't get why. Is they it a rat or a raccoon? Up. I don't get why they try to cover up a fight. It was a fight. It, it was just uh, like they just needed to get it going. We've we've all gotten into our arguments very, very heated verbally. We okay. never actually fists, but we've we've all gotten into arguments with people we love and trust. So I don't get why they had to lie about it. It's a little weird. Um, just the way that Conforto and Dom just ran into the dugout. And then later that inning, both him and Lindor, after that at-bats, they both run sprinting to the locker room right after. So it was a weird situation to begin with. Um, did it spark I, I, both of them? I, th- I think my favorite part is how Steve Gelbs, who was looking directly into the tunnel, goes, I had no view of it. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, what a guy. Steve is... <laughs> Steve is a, but you got to realize, guy. like, he's if there's a guy who's around the team more than anybody, especially now, he's that guy. Well, yeah. And he so, also has so a if they t- club show, right. So, if they swing. tell him, hey, listen, we know you saw what happened. We need you to 
keep it on the down low? I think it's one of those, I didn't see it, I heard it, but I didn't see it, I'll act stupid kind of thing. Right. Which is fine, because it is what it is. It it happens. But for whatever reason, I'm like, there's a, like, I want to know, but I'm totally behind the, what happens with this team stays inside the, in the clubhouse. Nobody else needs to know. Because let's face it, this is New York. We know everything. It's weird, like, they took it there when they could have just said what you said. That's the weirdest part of it. <laughs> right. They could have gone, you know, we're going to keep that between us. and Don't worry and about it. Leave it at that. Like everybody else in the organization did. Like that's what Louie said. Right. That's what uh, the GM said. Right. But it, like... was, it was weird. But honestly, it got both of them going. And well, I, Mc, I know well, McNeil was I, dinged I was... up a little. He's okay, though, right? I think they said he was available today. Yeah, yeah, he, he was said it was by cramps, and I just I just gave him an extra two days, you know what I mean? So that wasn't right, a bad idea. Right, they're off, I think, on Thursday before they go to Tampa in this weird bathing suit trip that they're doing. <laughs> Team Corrado, uh, you got to do what you got to do. Um, this has been the weirdest month. The game, but I, I heard the whole game, and it looked like they got the bats going on a, our good old friend Matt Harvey. So um, I'm glad The Lillards. Cheer- it's all about the Lillards in that lineup right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm I'm very happy my call on that uh, Villar was going to be a good pickup from us when we signed him in whenever we did. I liked him when he played for the Marlins, so I was very happy with that pickup. He might he might completely take that job from JD. It, it was a matter of time, and he's playing good right. defense too. It's not like right. plus you're playing well. How do you just be like, hey JD, you're back in the lineup? I haven't right. is JD on and the IL or like is he? G- what? What? Where is JD? JD is on the IL. Yeah, he hurt his hand. Um, I think he got hit by a pitch. Okay. Yeah, a couple of weeks. Yeah, and he's a little further. Like Nimmo's should be back tomorrow. He's a little further. Well, that was a least. quick ten days. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Uh, Nimmo was just. Yeah, I like Nimmo. He's a great guy, but I don't know. I would keep Pilar out, a uh, Pilar until he gets ice cold. He always does this. I like or even you know platooned at least. Oh yeah, that's definitely gonna be. Platooned. But then again, there's not a lot of left-handed. I'm like, I don't even know if they're facing any lefties coming up. Right. But I'm I'm liking how they're playing. Lindor's finally getting going. The Alara brothers are doing it. The bench mob is doing their jobs. The pitching has been very good. I'm just um, excited for Game Seven in the World Series, and we're sitting there watching Peter Mrazek pitch it. Yeah, let's hope not. Um, it's a Danny, good... you it's mentioned a... something really quick. You mentioned because I didn't see this before. Did you you saw a clip of the two of them running off like like hustling off the field? Oh, Who? oh yeah, Ben. Yeah, it, it, yeah. I only the okay. only clip I saw was like... Fordo and Smith. Yeah, that's what I said. No, I thought you meant Lindor and McNeil. Oh, oh, like after the at bats, yeah. Oh, okay. Like after the at bats, it was it was weird. They both had at bats, and then you saw them because well, I know the incident like... happened after they were in the field together. Right or, when Pete, um, not Pete, when Jeff called them off, and that happened. Well, yeah, they they had a miscommunication in the top of the inning, right. and the, he was the guy who was saving first, but then in the bottom of the inning, Lindor hits the home run. Right. So okay, I, I thought you like. They they had a clip of them like 
hustling off the field to yell at each other. No, no, no. no. After the at bat, the maniac, and he yelled at him for some some stupid thing. Like that's yeah, just, after the at bat. As soon as it happened, that's I knew it would happen. So they didn't have to lie. About and then it. and then they made up with each other again. But it's still kind of funny. Yeah, and then they made up with each other again on out out in the public. Right. Anyway. So, right. They did the hug and the thing in the in the the second game, the game on Saturday. Right. They hugged. Right. But you know what? I said this to Vin Friday night. This was our major league two moment when they're playing the doubleheader. I think it was in right. Baltimore. Right. And yeah, Charlie Sheen yeah. and um, Wesley Snipes go at each other. This was that yeah. moment. Right. Right. And and Francisco wasn't smiling. You know something was up when he wasn't smiling. Like just knowing the two guys, it had to be Jeff because Jeff was is just that high strung guy. Yeah. And and just that type of mentality. You know what I mean? Um. For sure. So. I don't know. I'm just glad like the biggest moment, under the biggest moment of the season to the date, after that adversity Lindor found a way to finally get a hold of one and that that was nice to see as well um it's very it's like like Steve said really but we were we were holding out hope so we weren't negative towards it um once it turned bay and it's it is it isn't even hot out yet so once it gets going it's going to be real fun to see these guys going and now that we're going we're going to Tampa so that's going to be a tough series. That's going to be always tough. Tampa's that that annoying team. Um, they're playing the Yankees at the moment, uh, and then then do we go to we go to Miami, right? In between that, there was another spot we go to Atlanta, mm. and then Miami. I think it's Atlanta first. Okay, so we we got to keep this train rolling, um, especially with two division teams playing them for the first times next week. So. It's going to be interesting to see how the Mets keep it rolling. It's been really fun to watch. Um, we didn't even talk about DeGrom, who's on the IL as well for the lat. So, thankfully, as of right now, it's just one start, which we can live with without him right now for that one start because everybody's doing their job. So, you, know, I, you know, I read something interesting, and I forgot I forgot who tweeted it. Um, and, and I actually just was talking to my dad for a minute about it because he's watching the the replay of the game, the encore edition. And, you know, like he said after the game today that Harvey said after the game that he was teary, holding back right. tears in that first inning, which is good. And then, you know what? The reception was exactly the way it should have been. Because, right. Let's it wasn't face it, like he wanted out. It was just. You can't the, blame the... a man on injuries. You can never right. blame a man for his injuries. Right. One. Two. Also, and this is what I, the point I was getting to. It was said today, like, a Jake start. You know when Jake's starting. But you don't plan, you know, if you have something else to do, you're not canceling plans to watch Jake start. You know Jake's starting, you're like, all right, you got seven innings of shutout baseball, maybe a run or two for the other team. And Jake's going to do something like a strikeout number that's going to be insane. But when it came to Harvey, Harvey Day was a no, not missed situation. But like, I, I think when he also, in tw that 2013 season, and even a lot of times in 2015 when he was at his peak in 2015, Harvey Day was a, was a holiday. Right. And, I, I I do have something to say about to your point. I think it's also our age as well with that situation. I think if we were the age we were when Harvey came up, 
with how the Grom is now, I think we'd be saying the same thing. Um, but yeah, every Harvey start was Harvey Day. We're watching Harvey. Um, he was the first guy to get called up for the reboot, um, pitching wise. So yeah, I, I loved Harvey. Um, there, there's two things. One, they were bad in 2013. So right. you literally, you didn't have to watch any other games. <laughs> yeah. Which was like the past couple of years watching Jake. Well, yeah, but the, they were bad. I mean, they were bad. But they were the last bad in 2013. They were bad. They were, they had a rough year last year, but they weren't. You know, they won like 86 games in 2019. Right. 2018, um, it was really 2018. Was He had his big season and they kind of didn't do anything else. The other thing, I, I, I mean, I do 100% agree. Like, Stephen, you mentioned 2015. 2015 was really the only time you got any of any other of the guys at their peak, like with him at his peak. Because once they even, like... I, I think the five of them made some starts together in 2017. They I, it was like four or five times around they went together, or maybe 2018. They they had some runs together, but it just feels different when when Noah was at the top of his game in 2016. It, it felt different when Harvey was on the mound. It always did. You had people in the Batman masks, like it just it was a different right. thing. So I, I'm glad he got the reception he did. And yeah, it was injuries, but he also. And he the night did, the going out. It was some the... self inflicted and he admitted that today. He said, you know, some of it was my fault and I've grown from it and yada yada yada. Um but yeah, I'm 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 glad to see him, you know, obviously he wasn't great today, but he's been pretty good this year. And and honestly, I hope that I believe it's just a one year deal with Baltimore. I hope that he has a good enough year where he ends up in some place next year that's coming to City Field where they're going to fill the fill the stadium, and he can get a a real reception. Because let's face it, Vin, I think you're the one who tweeted it's twelve thirty game. It's a lot different than imagine he pitches right. last night. Right, he pitches last right. night. A lot more people are trying to get to that yeah. game. A lot more people will be at that game, even mm-hmm. even with the limit. But today it's limit plus a twelve thirty start in the middle of the week in May. Not a, not a lot of people were taking off from work to go watch Matt Harvey pitch for Baltimore. Correct. <laughs> right. You know, but if it was a night game, I may have been like, yo, I, I want to be at this game. Matt Harvey's scheduled to pitch. I'm going to pick up tickets. It's a different story. Right. You know, but I, I mean, I, w- I wouldn't have planned to go to the game at 1230. When I look at the schedule, I'm not looking for 1230 Wednesday games to go to games. Right. But, again, like I said, hopefully he pitches well enough this year where someone's going to give him an opportunity next year where he'll have an opportunity, you know, and he may end up back in Baltimore next year. They're a super young team with a young rotation. Why not have a a vet that can go five, six innings when necessary? Right. Um, Maybe he starts getting hot and they trade him. So, like, the ball's in his court. So hopefully he, today was just a rough one. He's three and three. So I don't know. It's just he's been through a lot, and um, it was nice to see him back on on City Field ground uh, today, and not being good for our sake. But it was nice to see him on pitching at City Field again. Hundred percent. And then now we're going to Tampa, right? For three right. days. 
three games starting this weekend. Mm-hmm. What's what's the next week and a half look like? Tampa. It's a road trip, right? Yeah, it's Tampa, Atlanta, and, uh, and then Miami. So they go from Florida to Georgia to Florida. Right. Couldn't just stay in Florida for six days. Well, it's halfway. So. <laughs> I mean, it's better than coming all the way home, I guess. Right. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, cool. So, um, and then we got the Bronx going on. We got some COVID concerns going around baseball right now. Yeah. Starting with the Bronx. Um, was it their third base coach, I think it was? First and third. Wow. Both uh, asymptomatic, obviously. Um, the Yankees are one of the teams that are over the 80% trust, trust uh the 80% mark for them not having to wear masks around the facilities and stuff. Um, so that was a big, uh-oh right. moment for major league baseball. Um, yeah. The Yankees are playing con- today with seven positive tests, right? Right. I mean, that's interesting. They also, um, but they didn't, they knocked really Colin McHugh players, out of right? the game after two innings by not getting any hits. he, I don't know why they pulled him. Why? Oh, I guess it's a bullpen day for the Rays. Colin, yeah, Colin Mahu started the game. Started. Two innings, one walk, and two strikeouts. Yeah, the Rays don't have starting pitchers. <laughs> yeah, other than Glass now. Over it. They haven't had starting. They. I mean, have... I just I looked at the next three games to see who was pitching for the. We're gonna have to I... face him, right? No, I, I went to go see like if the if to the be Mets determined, face... to be determined, and to yeah. be determined. All two oh, days. okay. So we, so I we to see if there. like they would face a lefty for Pilar or whatever. When we were talking about that, they have nobody listed. It's just people. <laughs> we'll figure it out when we get there. Basically, yeah. Whoever you show up, whoever's wearing a glove on the mound. See, that's... that's the good and bad thing that the way the race put it, you you can't get a good game plan on it. You. On like, all right, before the game, you're like, oh, all right, we might face this, uh, this, this, and this, but it's a bullpen game, so it could literally be anybody. It's right. so dumb. <laughs> it's I don't know. What, what are your thoughts? What are you guys' thoughts on the bullpen games? Like, I'm not a fan of a bullpen game. If it's like, if okay, if it's a, uh, one of those like four in in three nights because of a doubleheader needed. Okay, I'll I'll let one of those seven inning games be a, a bullpen game because you know why waste a starter on it? Right. Um. But I don't know. Other than that, a regular game, it's just like. I think it's okay for the Rays to do it because they perfected it. But other teams trying, like the Yankees, try to be cute with it every now and then, and if they well, get they burned by it, no bullpen. Um. Like I think because the Rays perfect it, it's okay for them to do it. But like like you said, uh, when it's like the like it's the double header and your pitch playing like five game of uh, ten days of uh, seven games in ten days, and your bullpen's just got a beating type of thing, and just one of those situations just save the starters for one extra day. Um, it's fine, but. It's just not the way we grew up watching baseball, and ultimately, and that's why 99% of us don't like the the style of play. But for whatever reason, the the Rays are able to do it, and then they work at it perfectly, as you can see all the time. They like they've done it in World Series games, so it's just I, one of those things. I just don't like get it, like. Well, they don't trust their arms, and 
able to get more arms at once. I mean, once. I, I just looked. They have Rich Hill there in Glasgow, right. so they have two like legitimate starters. But, like, but a lot of the times, from what I understand, at least from what I'm looking at today, like today makes sense, right? They have Colin McHugh and Ryan Yarborough both pitched two innings today. They're both starting pitchers who just aren't that great. So they're getting two innings. It's Excuse not one me. time in the lineup, but great it's, man. it's one look at them, right? Well, Yarborough is the is the epitome of their opener. He always plays in the key opener games. Right. So I, what's the difference between my, – my whole question was if you're going to have – like the Mets did it the other day, and maybe this is Danny's point that they've perfected it. The Mets did it twice the past week where it's – um, I think Castro started the game, I think it was both times, and then Lucchese came in and pitched like three innings, and then Yamamoto came in and pitched three innings the other right. Why? What's the difference between them pitching three innings and them bringing the reliever in? Is it just that you don't want them to face, like, they're the going to You don't want them to face the lineup twice. Innings. But if they're exactly. going to pitch three innings, they're going to face that part of the order anyway. There, there was one, one team I was, uh, I think I was watching the highlights where they said, or watching it, maybe it was on Fox or whatever I was watching it on. They said the idea of it was, um, to not face the ro- the the lineup the first go around, or something for one of the, like the younger starters, make them face them during the second and third go around. I don't know how that makes sense. The only thing I can think of is like, so you you hope let's say your guy gets through the first inning one two three. And then this starter comes in, and he's gonna pitch three innings. I I guess he's still gonna face the heart of the order once. I I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't make any sense to me. By the way, former New York Met great Colin McHugh, two years, zero and five, eight two six ERA. In eleven games, five starts. Killing it. He was very good for the Astros. Yes. Uh, yeah, he was good enough for the Astros. Well, 2018, he had a 1-9 on ERA in, in 58 games on relief. He was right out of the good. pen. That was, wasn't that the last? That was, no, 19. Yeah, that was one of their World Series years. 18? I think 18 was one of the years they Did they win? No, they won 17. Okay. Now, more importantly about this. He wasn't eligible for Rookie of the Year until 2014, where he went 11 and 9 with a 2.73 RA and 25 starts, and he finished fourth in Rookie of the Year voting. That's pretty good. And then 2015, he went 19 and 7 with a 3.89 in Houston in 32 starts and finished eighth in the Cy Young Award. And then it looks like a bu- and then it looks like they either moved him to the pen. Or he had some injury problems because 2016, he was 13 and 10 with a 4.3, and then basically 12 games, 58, 18, looks like all relieves. Yeah, they basically moved into the pen at that point. So he probably had yeah. some injuries there. I'm he, pretty positive that he had some sort of Tommy John or arm type surgery. That would make sense. That if I remember make... correctly, because he was good, he was good with the Astros. Right. Mm. Ooh. Since Vin and I love doing this. Oh boy, what's the trade? 
Traded by the Mets to Colorado for Eric Young Jr. Eric E.Y., yes, I do remember that. <laughs> if he doesn't go, if they don't make that trade, we're not talking about E.Y. from the first time we finally hung out together. Steven, do you think we would actually not be friends if E.Y. didn't hit that home run that night? <laughs> Is this what we're going after? Is this what we're trying I, to <laughs> It's very possible. I mean, David Wright also got hurt, so that was something else that we talked about. But, uh, listen, you If David Wright doesn't get hurt, E.Y. doesn't come up. No, he got hurt in that game. Right, but isn't that why Eli came up? I don't think so. I don't know. <laughs> if you want to go through a whirlwind of... Uh... We're not going through that game right now. <laughs> no. Absolutely not. Um, it th- See, the one thing on here they don't have is injuries or anything like that. Yeah, it's tough. that would be tough to kind of do. That's why I went. I, I noticed the transactions. I figured maybe put on IL would be a... No, it's just the... The Rockies yeah. put him on waivers that December, and that's when Houston picked him up. And then he went to Boston last year and then signed with Tampa during the offseason. <clears throat> so, speaking of former Metropolitans, Jared uh, Kolechny has been officially... Kolenic. Has been officially called up. Uh, yeah, that will happen uh, right tomorrow. He's playing tomorrow, I guess. Today he called. He's called up tomorrow. He's playing. But it was a, it was a definitely a. That was a service time one. Yeah, sure. no, it, they, okay. yeah. Remember in the I mean, winter, yeah, they, the, they, the owner got caught saying it in a Zoom meeting, and just nobody. Yep, yeah, we're just gonna let let it go. <laughs> right. But um, good yeah, for him. Let's see. Good for him. It sucks that he's not a Met for that awful of a trade, but right. Hopefully... Well, like Diaz has been playing recently, pitching recently at least. It, you know, it is good. It is good that like Diaz didn't blow a save and then he got called up because then we'd be, <laughs> be in a oh, hellhole. Oh my god! Oh uh, yeah. Thankfully, Diaz Especially has been that good. Five but, out saves that were. But you don't trade deal. your closer for a top flight prospect and Robinson Cano. <laughs> oh brother. Nope, you don't. All the best to him. Hopefully he rakes it. At- Seattle's going to be good real soon. Whatever. It's talent. only a couple of years. It's only a couple more years until he doesn't, you know, until he- they don't want to pay him. Right. right. I can't wait for that. Right. That's the I running can't wait joke. For the free agency of Jared. We got to believe. Yeah, that's the running joke from We Got to Believe. Dude. So, I don't know. Good luck to him. More power to him. Like, good luck. He's on my He's... fantasy team, so very much oh, you good luck. Him up? Oh, right. I, you drafted him. I he drafted oh, him. Yeah, yeah, he drafted him. Spot, so I just threw Speaking him in of fantasy, spot. I'm gonna worry about it. <laughs> Speaking of fantasy, I have a COVID player. Do I get another IL spot or no? Just the yeah. IL. So it's two IL spots and a not available spot. Right. Okay. There's actually. Four oh, there's more than two. Oh, there's four IL spots. So if I, I needed it, I could have other. Right. Yeah, I don't think there's a separate COVID thing, but I put extra IL spots in case of the COVID. Yeah. Okay, that makes I'm sense. I'm just glad my team finally woke up. I was busy winning fantasy hockey, so... Yeah, sure. 16-0 and 0 fantasy hockey league. Yeah. <laughs> Another league Whatever. I get to listen to I... someone complain about not everybody paying, and then we only got half the money. 
have all the money now. Actually, I don't have all the money, but we'll talk about that after. Oh, is it still the same? It is. I met. I, did I message him? I probably went to go message them and forgot to. You can do it later. It's fun. Yeah, the people I got. I'm pretty all sure. Of the, that's and that's why I didn't make a big deal. All of Danny's people paid. It's and only one person that hasn't paid. That's it. It's one person. So it's like I'm. I'm not even. I'm not worrying about it right now. They'll. We'll get it. Right. Well, if they listen to our show, they're hearing about it. <laughs> um, do we want to go into the NFL schedule now? Um, I'm, wait, want... when when's the Tebow match? Mm-hmm. Who's Tebow playing week one? They have one primetime game this year. Who is it against? I don't know. I'm just looking at a, a breakdown of how many, like, each... Um, Amount of primetime games per team. The Jets, the Lions, the Jaguars, the Bengals, the Texans, the Panthers. They will be going to Houston to open the season. And Denver and Atlanta all have one primetime game. Oh, no. The Jaguars this year. Why does their website not have their schedule? <laughs> it's probably not up yet. It's probably just on... Um... Official 2021 release schedule. Oh. Here we go. Okay, so they're playing in, at Houston, uh, hosting the Denver Broncos in week two. So there's the first Tebow payback game, the Tebow train, you know. Um, oh, host, yeah. Ho- that. Hosting Arizona at Cincinnati. Looks like a Thursday night. That's their primetime game. Okay. Okay. Tennessee at home. Dolphins in London. Oh, they're in London. Mm-hmm. That kind of counts as a prime. Not really, not prime time, but it's a standalone oh, it's game. Nine thirty in the morning. I know, but it's a standalone <laughs> game. I hope. I hope the Giants have a home game now. Those week. Those are fun. While we get ready to go to inside, we have a game to watch. Um, at Seattle, hosting Buffalo. At the Colts, hosting the Niners. Hosting the Falcons at the Rams at the Titans at hosting the Texans. Oh, Tebow comes to New York hosting at the Jets. Oh, he gets both of his former teams. And on top of that, he goes to New England the following week to reface Bill. He was a Patriot for a minute, wasn't he? Yeah, he was a camp. He was he was in camp for the the Eagles as well, but obviously they don't play this year. No, and then uh, they go they host Indianapolis in their extra. Week 18 game. And then they have Cleveland, New Orleans, and the Cowboys as their preseason games. All right. I'm kind of excited for three preseason games, to be honest. Yeah, me too. I'm intrigued to see, did they say, Danny, or is, the, is it two giant home games, or is it a giant? Two giant home games. Two the giant Jets home games. The Pats. Jets are the homes and the, and the Pats, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. So I well, mean for them it that it works out for both those teams because they'll always have two home preseason games and then one. Right. Yeah, game. ideally the Giants and Jets are always going to get the two preseason games, the two at home, which is good. Right. Right. So I, I will be interested to see which. Do you think they just like they usually do a half and half on the stadium? Yeah, they do half stadium, but the like the background and everything is the home team. Um. Like, but like team play, like playing player wise, do you think game two becomes game three or do we think, yeah, right? 
You have to. Probably. Game one, you're probably going to play a half. Game two, you'll play three quarters. And game four is the starters play a series. Right. Or not at all, depending on the team. Right. Like, I don't expect, like, Barkley, I don't expect to play any of the three, to be honest. Yeah, I, be honest. I would hope not. You know. I mean, he's got to play something, right? I don't know. Maybe uh-huh. he'll play a series or two against the Jets in the first game just to get in the field. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, I mean, I'm not really too concerned about him being on the field. I'd rather... Yeah, I'd rather him not get use up bullets for preseason. I'd like to see him. Oh, me too. But I, I'd rather see him week one against the Broncos. <laughs> um, mm. So, I don't know. Say that again? So good luck with that, by the way. Hopefully, oh. yeah. Again, well, if you think about it, it's the 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 return of the ACLs matchup. Von Miller and him. Right. Oh, and didn't Nick Chubb tear his ACL too? Yeah, the whole Broncos team. <laughs> Was there anybody on the Broncos that didn't? I mean, it's Bradley Chubb. <laughs> yeah, Bradley Chubb. You said Bradley that. Chubb will be on the Packers by the time opening day starts. Right, because they're <laughs> going to swap him for Rodgers. They have to get a very good player back if they're trading him. Right. Did Rashad Gary switch to his college number yet? I don't think he did. I didn't see any updates on Well, Packers. he's a defensive lineman, so he can't. He's technically I, a linebacker. I, don't, I think he's te- technically listed as an outside linebacker. Really? I um, think uh, According so. to football reference, pro football reference, he's a defensive line. He's at the end? Okay. He's a DL, so. Because they don't. Like they don't even run a three four. Like they basically run a two four. But the ca- the Packer website has him ranked as a linebacker. Yeah, I mean he's a linebacker. That's, that's they, a like I said. They really one. only use two down linemen. It's Kenny Clark and then somebody else, and they rotate Gary and the Smiths and whoever else. They hey, have and he doesn't have to pay anybody for the number because it's number three. No, I don't think we have anybody that's nope. number three. Crosby's two and J.K. Scott is six. Okay, I completely that just pissed me off now <laughs> that I forgot that J.K. Scott is still on this team. He was so fucking bad last year. They Excuse me, it's to... okay. You have two punters. You also have Ryan Winslow as a punt listed as a punter here too. Okay, well then that guy needs to kick. Or but you also to... have um, Matt Molson's brother-in-law, I guess, or brother J.J. Molson is a, another kicker on the team also. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. That's just that <laughs> camp thing. What they need to do is get this Rogers things figured out, and then get Pat McAfee to come punt for the Packers. Because then they need something. Pat's decent. waiting for them to officially say they could smoke weed on the sideline. Well, Pat's Pat's too busy doing um, Friday Night SmackDown. Ah, wouldn't be the first NFL player to come from back from wrestling <laughs> ever. True. I mean, I did. I didn't even know. Apparently, this week. Danny, did you see the movie Million Dollar Arm? Uh, is that the one with John Hamm? Yeah. Yeah. Where he goes to yeah. India. It was a good movie, yes. right? Fun fact. Solid. Fun fact about one of those guys, because that's a real story. He got hurt playing minor league baseball. He left baseball, and now he's a WWE wrestler. Really? Like three times the size that he was from the movie. Well, I'll be damned. <laughs> I just think they have to redo the movie, though, because, you know. Part two, he joins the WWE. Yeah. Where is he now? You know? <laughs> so yeah, um back to the NFL. Um what what the pack what does the Packers schedule look like? I'm sure it's tough like always. Um 
it is tough. We have the AFC North this year, so... Hosting huge... Oh, look at this. You could have a Deshaun Watson versus Aaron Rodgers quarterback flip in week one. Oh, preseason week one. Sorry. Preseason. <laughs> um, that that storyline died down a lot. <laughs> yeah, nobody's heard about that. The Since... Watson getting traded or the Watson issues? The, the, Watson everything issues. Watson. Everything Watson just died. Well, his market obviously plummeted. <laughs> Well, yeah, the trading part is completely gone. I mean, I hate to say it, but that's a that's a fishy, that's a fishy story. Oh, I'm I'm not getting involved with that. Nope. But yeah, uh, we have <laughs> five. There's too many. There's too many things on both sides. Just like he's really he's either like the most vicious predator, or something's not adding up. Like the amount of women. So we have five primetime games this year. Um, oh, one of them is a Monday night against the Lions week two. I don't know. I feel like we play the Lions on Monday and then, night. And then you go to the San Francisco the Sunday the following week. Sunday, Sunday night. Next week. So it's technically whatever Fox game of the week, New Orleans. Yeah, but that's the thing. Are you going to be the Fox game of the week or are they going to put the Giants? I think the Giants be, will be on be, here in if, New York. And if if Rodgers goes to Denver, that then you're no longer the game of the week. Right. I mean, it's – yeah, I – I think most places where you know your local isn't playing, that'll be the game on. I I would assume that we would get Kevin Burkhart calling our game. Yeah, I would assume so. That would be my my yeah, guess in that. for sure. Because the main reason, and we didn't really get into this, the main reason that they're making the Giant Broncos that Week One game is because on September tenth, two thousand and one, which is twenty years, the Giants played in Denver to open up their current stadium. It was the first game in their new stadium. Fun fact, that was one of my first times actually being able to stay up and watching the whole game. Interesting. I was just excited because my bar mitzvah was the 8th. So the fact that they were on the road that weekend and it was Monday made my life a lot easier. Did not want to wake up the next day after my bar mitzvah to go to the home opener. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I bet. Yeah, I, yeah. and And then we wake up Sunday. And then we wake up Tuesday. Yep. Well, we I was in school. Well, yeah, I was in eighth grade. I was in eighth grade social studies waiting for homeroom. Right. I and I remember school. Tommy Walnuts running into the, the class going, we're going to war. We're going to war. Weird way of saying it. <laughs> I but know. Yes. Very strange. <laughs> I was in fifth grade. You, you don't see, Ving, you don't know who Tommy is. Danny understands it. Yeah, that's just weird. <laughs> Dan, Danny gets it based on who he was. Yeah. I was in fifth grade and they didn't tell us until like, Two o'clock in the afternoon when there was like half the class left in the class. Really? Yeah, like oh, honestly, like, we heard like whispers at lunch, but by the half, the second half of the day, people had come and got their kids like the whole morning, and then uh, they were like, "Okay, well, here's what happened." Yeah, it was it was weird. I was I was the first week of ninth grade for me, so it was just like we just finished like football camp and all that other fun stuff. Um. And I was in math class. I was in my Giants jersey, pissed off. Like, of course, I would be staying up all night. Oh, they um, Okay. And then, like, one of the teachers came in. We put on the TV, and it was just, like, surreal. And for whatever reason, we, well, my mom worked at the high school. So we we stayed because my mom always joked, if I'm, if I'm here, you're going to be here kind of thing. Okay. Um, so... After, for whatever reason, we picked up my brothers because obviously we didn't have football that whole week. 
Um, we we went to get haircuts. Don't know why. Got to look good. I, I I can't tell you why we got haircuts, but we got haircuts, and it, it was one of the weirdest things. Like, yep, the world is like basically coming to an end. Let's get a haircut just in case, God forbid, anything crazy happens, I guess. I don't know. It was like just a weird. Mom thing. Like, I need to get some nervous energy out. Let's go run an errand or something. I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's weird. Um, but yeah. And the craziest thing about that, I went to the Jet game that Sunday. It was the home opener. That was uh, Herm Edwards' first game as the right. coach. And Peyton was... They played the Colts, and Peyton and that crew killed them. So that was fun. And the night before, the night of your bar mitzvah, I didn't know you yet, Steve. The night of your bar mitzvah, I was actually sitting first row for the Brooklyn Cyclones in a playoff game. And uh, Jacobs hit a home run or something. So so that was crazy, too. That was the inaugural season of the Brooklyn Cyclones, and we had hookups for that. So that was fun. But, yeah. Um, Yep, that... That Monday night was actually the first real Monday night that I was able to stay up all of it. That was, that was, yeah. Interesting times. Do I remember? I remember Say watching this. the beginning of the game. I don't remember staying up for the whole game. Right. Uh, I was in ninth grade, so I had the, oh, I can do it. I'm in high school now. And they're like, all right, go for it. Like, because I was staying up for Monday Night Raw anyway, so what's the difference? Right. It was literally just flip the channel. Right. Yeah. Interesting, the Giants have two road Monday night games. Yeah. Um, both in, in Tampa and in Kansas City. So we're we're going 0-4 in those two games. That that whole Monday night in Tampa thing really puts a damper on us going down to Tampa, huh, Danny? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Next, next time. Hey, here's a surprise. First Sunday in October, the... Buccaneers are going to New England on Sunday Night Football. Yeah, I was just yep. about to bring that up. So that, that's, that, uh, I hope, hopefully we get home in time for that game if the Giants are home. That's going to be a No, Giants are in New Orleans that day. Oh, perfect. So that's that's going to be must-watch TV. Uh, yeah, yeah honestly, the Giants are in New Orleans that weekend. All right, cool, yeah. I looked out the one game. The one game that was in question for me was early December. I'm going to New Orleans for a family wedding. Thankfully, the Giants have a road game, and it's against the Dolphins. So um, I lucked out with that. Well, it would have been better if it was the Giants at the Saints that weekend. Oh well, obviously. But <laughs> I, out of all the games, if I have to like like stream or whatever, figure it out watching. Or watch on Red Zone on the flight home. It, it was thankfully the Dolphins game. So, I will say, I will say though, and of course, you know, I just can't wait to get back to the Giant Stadium and tailgate and see a lot of people that here, we have. Seen Danny, here. what's the weekend you're going down there? What to New Orleans? Yeah, um, the first weekend in December. December. Oh, they're playing Dallas Thursday night at home. Who? The Saints. The Saints. Oh. Mm. Yeah, I don't think I'm gonna do that. Hey, Nicole, looks like we have to fly down Thursday. I don't know, it was cheaper. I'm, I'm sure my dad would have no problem doing that. You um, know, your cousin but, will be in. Well, yeah, it's on the other side of the family, but yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure we'll we can set something up. That would be cool. 
Um, too bad. I'm just saying LSU, that, like, too bad LSU's football season is over. That would have been cool to see. Is it or is it championship weekend? Well, championship weekend, but it's in Atlanta, so. Oh yeah, yeah. The SEC does their championship in Atlanta. I forgot about that. And then the Saints actually come to the Jet, play the Jets the following week here. Right. Um, so. Why yeah, did I feel Giants, like we were the supposed schedule to schedule go... is it is what it is. I don't I'm not gonna go crazy about it. Um I, I just can't wait to go back to the stadium. I, I it's just it's time. So I have uh, some insider information. Say about again? the stadium. I have some insider information about the stadium. Okay. Due to the fact that some things that I can't speak about. Uh but some people that I know who are talking to people inside the, the team have been have mentioned a bunch of times that probably be limited seats preseason, but full stadium for the season. They're projecting that if everything keeps going the way it is, right. come August, the mayor of New Jersey will say full stadium, no restrictions, maybe masks. Maybe they may just make you do the mask or the gate or whatever, you know, temp check when you walk in. You know, but no restriction wise. I mean, the way 80,000, 80, the way things are going vaccine wise, like I think we're almost at the point or very close to the point where if you want it, you got it. Like you can get in at the New York City in a New York City subway. You right. can get it at a Mexican. Penn Station right now. I, yeah, I you can get it. it. Like ever, whenever you want. So if you want it, you have it. At, at this point, it, it's on you for getting it or not. Honestly, correct. <laughs> it's not to the point like how we all had to like fight for scheduling appointments and everything. Now it's all right. If you want to get it, get it. If not, it's on you. Kind of thing. So it's still it's still out there, but it's it's everything's starting to pop up more. So. It's a good sign. I saw the article. Uh, I saw the article a couple of weeks ago with the governor saying that stuff too. So uh, hopefully, hopefully we we see what happens. I, I've said it millions of times. That's going to be my first event back to a sporting event. I'm, I'm holding off Met games and everything else for Giant games. Um. So yeah, I'm I'm excited. There, the, that was another thing. My friends were telling me I didn't really study the schedule yet um we got a lot of home games early earlier in the season so that's awesome for us as well um one two we have wait oh wait one two three four home games before november so it's basically even four home games before november four games after yeah okay fun fact by the way of course, you know who gets offered the Raider game. We already know. Yeah. Jason's birthday. Oh. So we're kind of okay. hoping he, he – that's the uh, his plus one. Okay. That would be cool. Um, yeah, no, I'm excited. And then you told me about the Cowboy game, so that should be fun as well. Um, they know, so, by the way. You can tell. What? We're just hoping it's very different from the last time, which was 11 years ago, that we um, celebrated their anniversary at a game. <laughs> as far oh, as I know, as far as I know, the Cowboys don't really have anybody to punt the ball to. Well, they do. They have CD Lamb. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> CD Lamb. I'm just saying. 
Vin, you and you and James should be at that game. I think I'm gonna try to get them to a Cowboy Giant game within the next two years because then he's talking about moving to Delaware and he's not gonna want to have to come to Jersey for games. But then also he'll be retired, so I don't. Maybe we'll wait till he's retired to do that. Nice retirement present, 60th yeah, birthday retirement nice. present next year. Yeah, next next year is a 60th yeah, birthday. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure my dad's going to a bunch of games next year. So, the only we I've I have already put in the request for Braden to be the DE for the season, but it got shut down. <laughs> it was completely shut down. Well, yeah, the, the she said next is... year. All right, there you go. <laughs> I didn't realize we're hosting Sam Darnold. We host Sam Darnold October 24th. Uh, how about that? We didn't talk about the Jets. How about yeah. that being in week one? That'll be interesting. The, the, I was impressed by... Does Zach Wilson play week one? Uh, yeah, they have to. Yeah, and I, You can't not... Who who else do they have? And there's no shot that Justin Fields isn't starting week one against the Rams on Sunday Night Football. There's no shot at that. That may be... I don't know. Yeah, you're not trading a you're not trading up to get him to not play him, and especially on prime time, they're gonna work their magic they, to get they, him. They, I gotta give the the Lee some credit because they put some good matchups for Week One. You got the Seahawks going in the Colts Week One, which is ideally a good matchup. Chiefs Bills, I saw this morning. Chiefs, is that it? Chiefs uh, Pittsburgh versus the Bills. Okay, sorry. Okay. The Chiefs are playing the Browns. Okay, yeah, that's right. Um, the Dolphins and the Pats are playing Week One. Packers, Saints, Giants. Like, there's some what like games that like you look at it and you're just kind of like, okay, cool. That's a good way to bring football back for the season. You put good matchups. You're not you're not all just hey, let's just throw all the division matchups out for Week One. We'll throw in a couple, but sprinkle in a couple, but like you know. You know, Vikings Bengals at one o'clock. You know, it's not something I'm running to a TV to watch. But by the time they kicked off, I'm already three hours into a tailgate. So, right. And let's be honest. If 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 it's a football Sunday, we'll have red zone on anyway. So, so that's what's going on right there. What is the um opening night game? Opening night is Dallas. Cowboys. Cowboys. Bucks. Oh, okay. That is that's opening night. Okay, I knew it was week one. And, okay, got it, got it, got it. Right. It's That'll gonna be, be interesting if Dak come bounces back. From and and another first... thing they did well too was Rams home opener this season is Sunday night football, so it'll be the first game there with fans In on that building, prime time. Yeah. Prime time, and then the Raiders home opener is Monday night. Oh, that's so good. also they'll have for the first time fans in their stadium. Again, they both they scheduled them both for prime time last year. Interesting first year in a long time, no double header Monday night football. Weekend. Right. They, they yeah, they switched it. I switch I'm I'm happy they switched their rule. Why? What are they doing? What did, I read somewhere that they were able to um there was a there was a reason why they did it. I don't. I'm I gonna don't... miss like Tuesday and Wednesday night football games. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna miss that too. Uh, there there was a reason why they did it, and it was something week 18 related or something, or it was something about a flex. I don't remember what it was. 
don't hold me to it. But there was there was a reason why they did it. I don't know. I kind of like the. I just like Monday Night Football starting at seven thirty, regardless. <laughs> yeah, right. Which so, I think they should. They, like you know, ultimately the, they do it should a Sunday Night Football should be the only game. Sunday Night and, Football eight o'clock fine whatever your 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 prime time game your your game of the week at four right. o'clock that's, is ending at seven thirty. Yeah. Right, there's so, ten minutes between the games. Right, Monday well, Night Football should start at seven thirty. Right. I don't know. It's, it's whatever. It it's not like how it was when we were growing up. Monday night football used to be nine o'clock. Yeah. That was rough. Those days. <laughs> I remember the Monday night miracle with the Jets and Dolphins. That was like a one a.m. game, and at one a.m. Um, but yeah. Uh. Football can't come fast enough. I, I'm a football junkie, as everybody knows. Oh, how about that? I got two games right in my bullshit in my bullshit uh prediction prediction. Go me for that. That <laughs> I completely fell into those two games, the Falcon game and the Raider game. I couldn't see. I didn't see random. that coming. So random. I'll take it. Um, speaking of the Raiders, do you see their their club? That they're uh, having ready for the Yo, season. I'm so excited for the Jersey Shore guy to be DJing that thing. Oh yeah. <laughs> so the. Okay. Oh, sorry. Randomly, I'm looking scrolling through Twitter, so I'm looking at all the teams that are posting about there, seeing if anybody did anything good. Yeah, unfortunately, we did Fortnite. So they moved everything back, right? That's the the week 18 thing. Right. And then... Oh, same amount of weeks. Yeah, same amount of weeks because the... The, um... The what's called it? There's no, uh... Oh, no, it is. It is moved. Because, like, week... It's moved back on... Yeah, it's it's the normal weekage. And then, hopefully, does that mean Super Bowl is Columbus Day? Not Columbus Day. Martin Luther King Day? It might... Because, like... The Super Bowl... The Super Bowl's in February. I know, but I'm saying... President's Day. President's Day, sorry. Right. There are there are week like there are week eighteen games are like January 9th, I think it says. Right. So that would it would it would help a lot if that's what they did. Which means Vin it works out a little bit because wildcard weekend will be when we're at Cane Brown. I don't know if that's a good thing. We'll be at the concert. Yeah, but if we're we're the one and two seeds, then we don't have to worry about watching our team. They'll both be on buys. Oh wait, one only I forgot. That's the wrong. Never mind. Forget that. Cause one of there's only one bye week now. There's only one bye week, and Jordan Love's gonna have a rougher season, I think. <laughs> Except for when you trade for Deshaun Watson instead, because oh goodness. <laughs> NFL schedule. Usually the website shows the official playoff dates, right? Of course they normally. Uh, I don't know. I can't find it. Um, no worries. You want to talk about hockey, or you want to talk about the Knicks first? Two Knicks first. Are we? Um. Oh, here we go. Wild card weekend. No game schedule. Thanks, ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> what would I do without ESPN? Huh. Well, we could probably base it off like what it normally is. It should be a right around President's Day, like they we've have always wanted. The Super September thirteenth. 
Super Bowl is scheduled for Sunday, February 13th. And then ba, 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 ba. President's Day is should be the 14th. 21st. Oh fuck, we missed it anyway. <laughs> Valentine's they, Don't worry, we're, we're, Valentine's Day is the next day. That's true. All right, so just push it back one more week. <laughs> Some team take off and need to have an extra week. Uh, we need a big COVID outbreak to get this pushed back. <laughs> Come on, everybody. Band together. Uh, everybody we'll never, cough. Never, we'll never get it. <laughs> no. It really just listen. We need to just get this down. Listen, at this rate, if we're just going to keep adding weeks at the end of the season anyway, we might as well just put the Super Bowl in the summer. Forget yeah. the preseason. We'll just wait till summer. Every te- the teams that are in it get their injury players back. Put the- I still think the instead first- of a Hall of Fame game, you do the Super Bowl. Yeah, instead of the Pro Bowl, Pro Bowl, you have the two worst teams battle out. The winner gets the first pick overall. If they're t- if they have the same record, right? Or do it. Let's, do it's it like better watch than watching the Pro Bowls. So yeah. that'd be fun. That's what they should do. They should do. They should do a bottom five. Play, like bottom six playing games like championship weekend and let those games be on Nick. Like I wouldn't watch, you know, Bengals Jaguars. You're I mean, lying because you you're, you're you need football <laughs> and you and you're probably gonna gamble on it. Don't 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 lie to us. Come on. I it, the Pro Bowl don't, is football you, and I don't watch it. Oh yeah, but that's not real football. Yeah, if Man, that's like us going to the backyard and playing like, football. Stop it! You're gonna watch it if there's a real football game. Nope. That was like the okay. times Danny and I would go to the park and I'd be on and I'd just stand there and throw him the ball and he'd just steamroll over everybody in the park. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's what that is. Don't even don't even go there, Ben. Nope. Yeah, you're lying. I'm calling bullshit. We all know you put money on the Pro Bowl, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> We have legalized gambling, I might. But I know by the time the Super Bowl comes around. By the time football season starts, it could be. No, Super Bowl. Yeah, I think it's going to be next like next year, actually. Yeah, so they, saying, said so... the, they said by the end of the football season. By the, so by the either, either, the see, season. either either to go into the postseason. So perfect time for Vin to bet on the Pro Bowl. Right. Betting on the Pro Bowl. Or, said, yeah, or when we season, bring Vin with us. For the NFC Championship game that the Giants host the Packers at, you know, then he could be in New Jersey to put the money on the Pro Bowl while he's there. Right. Yeah, I just have a hundred bucks just chilling in Fandle right now. Waiting for just the take a drive w- to New Jersey. Waiting for waiting for Governor Como just to sign the piece of paper. <laughs> just sign the debit. Joe Joe Burrow winning me money. That was the last time I gambled. Dan, Danny's Danny's the kid that that meme with the kid who's like looks like he has to crap his pants in the classroom. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> sign the damn paper. Just sign the paper already. <laughs> Thanks, Joe Burrow. Um. So other than that, the Knicks we kind of mentioned a little bit. Yeah, Danny, if you want to try and explain the the, the scenarios right now. Well, yeah. Let's, last let's week, last week it was let's, we're let's locked in at the four. Them before we break that down, <laughs> they, for all standards, three and three road trip, West Coast road trip, you take any day. Um, the two losses, other than last night, were blowouts, which you kind of expected. 
Um, the Knicks don't have that second, that like that guy that you're like, all right, we're gonna we got a guy that finishes for us. You know what I mean? Rhea Randall's good like that right now. J- RJ has been really good. Unfortunately, he disappeared last night, which it is what it is. But um, these are the games that you're like, all right, the Knicks have improved substantially, but they still need that one guy that you're like, all right, Randall's good, but we also have this, this, and this, and we're going to be able to contend. But um, all in all, a decent road trip. They it could have easily been four and two, and unfortunately, the game against the Lakers on Tuesday night was a rough one. Um, they couldn't find the game-winning shot with Randall before regulation ended, and then overtime they just gave up a big three, and they just completely stopped playing offense the last two trips down the court. Unfortunately, so. Tough loss. I, I stayed up for it. I'm paying for it right now. But, um, like, last night was the first time. Oh, well, it wasn't the first time for me. But I'm like, God, it, I really I really like this team. And hopefully, um, I'll get to it now. I really like this team. But right now, there's a three-way tie for the fourth and sixth seed. So right now, because of tiebreakers, the Knicks are the sixth seed. Um, which would have to face uh, one of the division winners in the uh, Bucks. As of right now, as it would be the Bucks, the Sixers, or the Nets. So, right. it's tough sledding if we fall to the six seed, um, opposed to the four and the five. Yes, it would be a tough matchup regardless, but it we can find a way to say, hey, we're gonna win this series. So, um, the Knicks have three games remaining in the season. All at home, so hopefully they find a way to take two out of three, or even win out and not have to be the six seed. But how long hopefully. do the Nets really have with the big three? Another year, and yeah, at least another year, right? So this yeah. would be the year where we want that. Let let's let's see it. Put them put them out there together. Get in that playoff series. Well. The thing with them is they they're not gonna get all three guys playing together. You only played seven times this year, so it's gonna be interesting. The uh, other thing about and LeBron's that. being a little girl again. Did you guys see that? Not playing, but I'll be yeah. there to raise the banner. But I'm not playing. It's okay because he knows he's gonna have to play in the play-in series. Because right, you know. he's yep. <laughs> the other thing he's about he's gonna the... have to play literally every night for the next three months. So it's okay. yeah. So he and then take... be ready in November to start again. Right. Um, I still think the NBA should just wait until Christmas Day and just be done with it. And then December first starts preseason, starts camp. The second week of December starts some preseason games. Opening day is Christmas Day. I agree. Right. That that should like, be the way. It's, it's basketball. It's not like you need ice or anything. Like it's not the end of the world if your season ends in July. The the only issue that they have is the the arenas that share with other sports and other right, events. Right. Right? That's but, the only real issue, like the Garden. You know, but they right. work around it. It's not like, and we've seen plenty of times, twelve o'clock Nick game on a Sunday and an eight and a seven or eight o'clock Ranger game, or vice versa. Right. 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 No, you're you're hundred percent right. Um, it's gonna be fun. I'm I'm excited, especially with the Knicks in the playoffs. Um, they would it would be an they they're not gonna have to worry about playing in the play-in because the Celtics. 
who are the seventh seed are three games behind them. So the Knicks just basically need to win one game and they clinch the and they play the Celtics, the sixth seed. So that's pretty good to see. They play the Spurs, the Hornets, and the Celtics. Right, Hornets making the playoffs. Yeah, they're playing in the play-in as well. Good for them. And he's uh, he's rookie of the year, right? Like even um, missing a month of, and a half. That's right now, yeah. Um, even with the injury, yeah. By the way, the answer is Dan, uh well not the answer is Danny uh, Randall on Victory Podcast was actually a good listen. Oh, okay. It was more of he was there talking about how great like the chemistry is and things like that. And then Doug Ellington and Kevin Connolly and Kevin Dillon com- talking about how they know celebrities. Okay. That's pretty much their show most of the time. Right. And how Kevin Connolly knows Jeter, and I don't know. Kevin Connolly is a weird, like, friend. Like, he grew up, not grew up, but Hollywood grew up with, like, Leo and Toby McGuire. Yeah, he grew up with the strange, like, he grew up with all the people from the 90s. That's what it was. I don't know if you guys seen the the Hulu thing. The girl who did the Punky Brewster, who was Punky Brewster growing up. Um, She did, like, a documentary thing. Interesting. It was actually it was actually pretty good. Like, there's vid- a lot of videos of like, like all the people from there, like Leo and Kevin Connolly was in it a bunch of times. Like, he wasn't one of the people that spoke on it. A couple of people were like there and actually spoke on it. Like, um, I think Zach Morris was one of them. Whatever his real name is, Mark Pogosler. Yeah, that guy. Okay, I gotta ask you guys. I sent this picture out to a couple people. Okay, I'm going to ask the question. Think about growing up right now. So, if you had to choose from the following houses to live in, who whose house would you live in? I already have the answer. Home improvement, full house, married with children, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Roseanne, or Family Matters? It's full house. Easy, done, 100%. Nope. 100% full house. Nope. Yep. Nope. Full house. I'm gonna go. Steve's been addicted to the show. He told us off air before it. Um, I'm gonna go home improvement. See, I wouldn't go home improvement because everything's always broken in that house. True, but it's and it's nice also Detroit. Detroit. That's cold. That's super cold. Nobody wants to live in Detroit. Yeah, I guess. Malibu, baby. I'm going to Malibu. Absolutely not. Fresh Prince. You get the basketball court. You get the the nice cars. Full house. Hundred percent. Too much going on in that house. You got a pool. And I could always go visit Full House. True. With yeah. my butler driving me. That's still a couple hour drive. Yeah, yeah but it won't matter because I'll be in the back of the limo cruising. Or taking my private jet. Just saying. Full. Just throwing it out there. Going Full House forever. Uh, so the Rangers officially cleaned house. Right. house. Yeah, it was coming. You know, yeah, was that coming. was definitely coming. The question uh, is, Rick Tockett or John Tortorella? Correct. Um, Those... Knowing Dolan, it's going to be Trotz. <sighs> Trotz 3.0? <laughs> well, it would be 2.0. I, it doesn't... I don't think that makes enough sense. If, if no, I, I'm I didn't Trotz, I said think knowing Doling. I, I didn't say it was the right move. Mark Messier. No, that would be dumb. That would it be wouldn't dumb. be Mark Messier. They had like twenty the last twenty years for him to do it, and they, I, they haven't done it. Barely even seen I'm him at the building. I'm saying it because they asked him the other day. 
You barely see him at the building. Um, they asked him the other day, could you coach his team? And he said, absolutely. Well, is he going to say no? That's what I'm saying. So, so now the him, other question I'm becomes. Because I said. Get Brian Trachier again. No, they're not going to do that. Uh, um, thanks, Steve. No kidding. <laughs> they. Um, I was thinking Trotz in Seattle. That'd be good. No, I think that's. Uh... Ryan Francis is the GM. The f- the funny thing is the Vegas dude. Is yeah, he's also available too. He's available. on <laughs> isn't coaching anybody, so like, it would make sense. The guy knows how to you know, build an expansion team. How to build an expansion <laughs> team and then get fired for no reason. Um, speaking of that. Did you know Vegas is protected in the expansion draft? Makes sense. Oh, they don't have to give anybody up. Yeah. That's a good deal for them. But how is Flurry going to be the starting goalie in Seattle <laughs> if they can't release him? You're going to have to trade him. They can still trade, make trades with them. If they oh, yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. It all <laughs> depends on who up, plays goalie for them in the next. They might end up with Jack Eichel at this rate. Can you imagine Buffalo doesn't protect him? Like, he walks in there and be like, you're not allowed to protect me, and he ends up in Seattle. The problem is he wants out, clearly, but there's nobody in the league right now that can that afford could that take contract. Nobody. With the cap not going up, they either have to take back a contract or... Andrew Ladd. Or they call up Seattle, and they say... You give us a first-round pick, and you can have Jack Eichel, but you have to take Jeff Kin- Jeff Skinner's contract. Well, I said for Seattle, um, coming out of Buffalo, was my opinion at least. Um, Kyle. I mean, that's another one. I wouldn't be shocked if he just retires, unfortunately. Yeah, at this rate. Nah, he, he's not going to retire. The Islanders have an interesting situation with the expansion draft coming up, actually. Um, Who do you know? We'll, we'll talk about it more. We'll talk about thing, it closer, but, of course. But but they don't have a goalie they can they can expose right now. Yes, they do. No, they don't. They um they technically can expose Corey Schneider. But no, they can't. He's not under contract for next year. You need to expose a goalie who's under contract for next year. Yeah, but Sorkin's not under contract either. No, he. I know, but he's an RFA. You either have to be an RFA, or you have to be. But he's also Sorokin doesn't have to be protected. He's like he's like exempt from the draft because he's it's only his first. It's technically his second season because they count last year because it's dumb. But it's that's, only that's stupid. I know, well, but when the guys they paid him to be in the bubble, that, they paid him to be in right. the bubble. That's what. It okay, was. so I have a question about the hockey playoffs. I haven't really been following this year. So it's it's the top four seeds in all the divisions yep. for the first two rounds, right? Correct. So what happens when they reseed? What happens when they reseed? Point, based the, on points of the regular season. Right, but where's where's the Canadian team? Are the Canadian teams oh, coming to America? Or? They haven't they haven't figured it out yet. They did announce a the league announced relaxing COVID restrictions. Danny, they don't even know when they're going to start the playoffs. They do. They, Saturday. They already announced it. Okay, yeah. That, they're going to start. 
they're also the NHL is just dumb. Why are the Vancouver Canucks going to play the Calgary Flames three times next week? But it doesn't matter because none of those games mean anything. I so you just let them play because no. then the because it's a sponsorship thing. It's sponsors. That's it's, what it is. You, the, so the sponsors paid for fifty six games, so they want to make sure so they don't have to give any money back. It's so dumb. The sponsors paid to put the stupid stickers on the helmets for fifty six games. So that's why they have to play those games, but it's okay. Let them play a game. Plus, it's also a um, a lottery ball thing, apparently. I mean, that I, but that's the that's the dumbest reason. They're saying because like, it's not. It like, should have been guess, like the Mighty Ducks. They have the measles. They're eliminated. They're gone. So they don't kicked out of the league. Doesn't end until Wednesday, May nineteenth. Right, so, but all the playoffs are starting Saturday, Sunday. Because all all the all the playoff all sixteen and they're, teams are they're in. best of sevens, right? Yes, they're all best of sevens. Well, not all. I mean, as of the moment, so they're starting. Everything starts. Is this a playoff game? No, no. The North Division is playing a regular season game on Saturday. Yeah, Vancouver and Calgary. No, the Canucks and the Oilers are playing a regular season. Yeah, yeah, game yeah. And the Oilers will have game one like Monday or Tuesday. So that's what I'm saying. They haven't picked. They've set one game. It is currently well, yeah, Thursday. They set it's the, currently Wednesday. They've set one. The, the schedule's supposed to be out tomorrow. It's so ridiculous. Because all the playoff teams are set. So now it's that's just a matter of the arenas and the dates and all those things, which really the so arena shouldn't mean anything. Fuck the Flames and the, and the Canucks. You're starting on Sunday. The, the, the North Division series are starting on Sunday. I don't care. Well, the other one season. will probably start Sunday. None of them, but that's what Cause, I'm saying. Because you got to because basically what they announced was that because it's going to be game Saturday. I think the Central is going to start Saturday also during the day, but they're already saying like Islanders midday, Islanders three o'clock Sunday is going to be game one in Pittsburgh, because what they're doing Saturday is NBC has the Preakness going into game one of Boston and Washington. But again, they're announcing it tomorrow. The games are Saturday. They're not. They haven't figured it out, and we're two. We're three game days away from the game starting. It looks like there's only going to be the one game Saturday. Yeah, and then I guess and then Sunday, everything Monday, else is Sunday. Gonna really Sunday, Monday. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. The schedule should have been out already. That's what it comes down to because you could have figured yeah. it out already. You know who's playing who. I mean, I don't think the North can have any. Changes? I don't think. No, the the Canadians clinched the, the fourth spot the other day. Right, it, but can it they took change? A while because the, the Canucks have so many less games, but yeah, right, everything's but can... clinched. Okay, so nobody can catch up to anybody. That's no. the important thing. So everything no, is they're set all, in like, stone. Six points difference from each other. Well, the West Coast is the problem, but they're finishing, I think, tomorrow. But they, yeah, they don't have to worry about anything. They're start. They're finishing normally. Well, they're finishing tomorrow. Technically, the whole league was supposed to end on Sunday. Yeah. But nobody they don't have a division winner yet, so they don't know who's the one. The only I team guess. that's locked in in the West is is uh, the Blues. So I guess the Avs have to play a game tomorrow. That's it. That's so dumb. This is all so dumb. 
Dumb, dumb, dumb. But yeah, it's it's crazy. Um, but like I said, it's a money thing. They got to get their money worth. So it is what it is. I guess. But it just. I agree. I agree. I don't have much faith in the Islanders um, in this series. Even when they played the Penguins well this year, the Penguins found ways to beat the Islanders by scoring like four goals on 14 shots or something stupid like that. It was always like a stupid defensive mistake. Yeah. And now I have to look at, cause I remember like when we were at, roughly at mid season and they were looking at the Penguins' schedule and they had like all of their Sabres games left and most of their devil games left. So like, that's kind of part of their second half surge they had. But they've also just been hot lately, and Crosby's Crosby, and I mean, the Islanders have been playing like shit. Is the real issue? Like, well, and Trotz even said it. We they took the they took their foots off the pedal. I know, but like, you can't tell me that they took their foot off the gas in those three games they played against the Capitals, where they scored like one goal. Like that was one just a five terrible five three days. Yeah, they they didn't score a goal the first game. They only scored on the power play the second game, or only one five on five goal. Like it's just, you can't tell me you took the foot off the gas. Then is what I'm saying. Like the only team they've been able to beat up on is the Rangers. Surprisingly, <sighs> they couldn't even beat up on the Devils. Um, or the Sabers. Or the Sabers. At that right. point, they had clinched already. So you want to give me that? Okay, fine, but. It's. I, they have a tendency to the last two years they've kind of flicked the switch going into the playoffs. I hope they can do it again. That's why I'm okay. That's why I feel comfortable going into the playoffs. And I I think they figured out their lines now and what they're gonna go with. Um, I do. I just feel like they spent too much time trying to. Because like the Palmieri Peugeot, Wallstrom line. I was to me was a like looked great from jump like when they started I think that was against Philly, right after the trade looked great, and I think that's a good you know line. I mean, and we're gonna have to deal with Leo Komarov on the first line because nobody else can, you know, just be there. I guess it's very strange. Varlamov is hurt, but apparently gonna be good for for game one. He'll be fine. Yeah, they said he'll be good for game one. If not, you know, get But it also made sense to pull him from the game. It was just like, all right, go yeah, off, why get would out. you risk it? But that's the thing. Are they sticking with him for the playoffs? I will Cause be he put Because in the two series, they went seven games. He didn't play game seven. They only went one seven-game series. Right. But Grice clinched every, like... Win. Series win. Did he? No. Farlamov played against the Caps. I feel like Grice played at least two to three. Grice played multiple games in the in the Flyer yeah. series, though. Right, including the... game seven. Right, he obviously played game seven, but he played like games three and four, I think, or something. Like game, at least game three. But do you trust Sorkin to do that? Well, that's the thing. I don't, I don't think he has that kind of trust in Sorokin. To be honest, I feel like he does though. I, he'll. 
I think he does. If he feel, I believe that if Trotz feels that they win a game but look sluggish, he would change goalies. Or if they win a game like five four and it's an ugly four that they give up, he'll he'll make the switch. I don't think he's going to be as quick though, because like he pulled one of those flyer games. They were up, they went down three nothing, and he pulled Varley, and then they tied the game. And they lost it overtime, but he pulled him. I, I don't think. That was like game two of that series. I don't think he'd make that move with Sorokin, to be completely honest. I think it's slightly less. He always, like, lauded Grice for the fact that you could literally tell him five minutes before the game you're playing. And he's like, okay, I'm in. I'm good. Like, Sorokin obviously doesn't have, not a lot of people don't have that feature. But I'm I, I mean, he so excited doesn't. to see Thomas's Grice mask, Seattle mask. <laughs> I don't know. So, how did he do this year? Terrible. Not good, but he's in, <laughs> oh, actually he had a good week. Yeah, there was a week. He ha- he shut up. What the, team did he play for again? Detroit. Detroit. Oh, yeah. All right, so it's not his fault. That's I mean, he went there because they were a team that has plenty of salary cap, and we're like, hey, we're gonna give you a ton of money to come here. He actually he had a nine twelve save percentage. That's exactly what he had the year before. So he did fine. His numbers were almost exactly the same as they were last year with the Islanders. So he did perfectly fine. On a terrible team, he was 18-5-8. and eight. That's Including rough. a, like, 50-save shutout against Right. But he had Chris a 9 save percentage and a 2.7 goals against, which are fine numbers. All right. So if you're a betting man, who would you, who would you put your money on for the playoffs? Overall? Yeah, Colorado. Colorado, yeah. Okay. To me, Colorado is the, the team to beat if they stay healthy. What about the Oilers? I don't think... I, I understand they have a robot playing, but you can only win with one robot. Right. You can't win right. with just one robot. Right. They have like a robot and a half if you want to count Drysaddle as half a robot. But like I... that non-human in Connor McDavid is just like... I feel... They... They literally took, like, every single great player from every generation and made it Connor McDavid. Like, I can't get it out of my head that I think every team in Canada besides the Leafs and them suck. (laughs) So that the Leafs and the Oilers just beat up on all of them. Right. I mean, Ottawa even had a good season. Like They did, but, like, I just think that's because besides those two, everybody else is very even. And very evenly bad. So I think once those teams get out of their Canada, I think they're going to get slaughtered, to be honest. Right. It'll be interesting to see. Like, Toronto ideally should get out of there. They should. But, you know, and ideally they should be able to put like 10 goals a night up against Montreal. But again, Montreal's played well this year. Yeah, but prices hurt. He's been skating and taking shots, so they're already saying... He's probably going to be back, but still, I don't know what you can expect from him coming off an injury. I just think... But again, another young team. Yeah. I I don't think... I I think the Leafs come out of the North area, and I don't think they go much further. Like, I think any, any of the four, including the Islanders, I think any of the four teams in the East would beat the Leafs in the playoff series. Definitely the other three. I mean, oh, like I said, 
I don't have a lot of faith in the Islanders right now, but the other three, I think I would favor them in the series against. Yeah, them. I think the winner of this division, I think, wouldn't make the most sense for a cup run. They went the the Habs against the Toronto this year went two. One, two, three, four, five. It was like three, five, and one. So not good. <laughs> not great, but every game that they lost was in like within a goal. Huh? They got like there was like two losses that they had against them where it was like a, a lopsided game. Well, that was it. But if I'm gonna watch, if I'm gluing myself for a series to the television. Tampa Bay and Florida. That's going to be a good one. Yeah, They've been line brawling for the two meaningless playoff games. Two meaningless games to end the season. <laughs> yeah. I mean, all, but also Washington-Boston is going to be a good one. Well, they got – did you see the ending of that game yesterday? It was like 1.2 seconds left and Washington was able to score a goal. Yeah. Like Chara against his old team. That series is going to be physical. But that, that – Panther Tampa series, and I was talking to somebody today. That the that Central Division, it's not like it's not. They score a lot of goals. You play defense against them, you can you can stop them. Like their division is Carolina plus forty three, Florida plus thirty six, Tampa plus thirty four, Nashville plus two. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, the the, the, the bottom <laughs> five in that division aren't great either. The bottom six, Nashville plus two, Dallas plus four, Chicago minus 25, Detroit minus 40, Columbus minus 50. Yeah. Like. It's not good. That's, that, that's not good. Wow, who would have thought Columbus wasn't even the worst? The Ducks were minus 53. I would have retired too if I was Ryan Miller. I mean, yeah, the Ducks. The Ducks had a very <laughs> underratedly bad season. Woo. Well, I mean, it was no Buffalo, but. Minus 61, but... There's no Buffalo. So Buffalo finishes the worst, right? They get the most ping pong balls again? They do. Correct. And they can only have... The the second pick is the worst they can have now. Or the third pick, I think. You can only drop two spots now. Right, they changed up all the ping pong rules. Right. So they get a top three pick. Okay. And based on it... Uh, seventy-one. Let's say let's say the Islanders, Leafs, Tampa, Colorado come out. The Islanders end up being the four seed. Seventy-eight, seventy-five. Yeah, because Toronto would have seventy-six, seventy-five for Tampa, so that would be one-two. Oh well, no, Colorado would be one. So Islanders would play the Habs in the first if they got that far. Super excited for the Islander Leaf Stanley Cup Finals. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Can you imagine? Like, game six, cup on the line, and Tavares at the Coliseum? No, I, I can't. <laughs> they might throw actual snakes on the ice. Like, little or little snakes. I mean, they used to throw rats in Florida, so you might as well throw snakes. No, in. but, like, live snakes. An octopus? Yeah. like Live yeah, octopus? Like the catfishes in Nashville? Right. 
Terlewine or an actual catfish. And then, and then, honestly, if you get kicked out of the Coliseum, oh well. What's the difference? Right. No, they 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 sent out an email. Don't care. <laughs> they sent out an email. Literally said, if you get kicked out of the Coliseum as a season ticket holder, you're you're automatically removing your rights from USB. Good thing I'm not a season ticket holder. UBS, whatever it is, USB. Have a good time. UBS. U- UBS, UPS. All right. Nothing more sketchy than having the Swedish bank account being. Uh... <laughs> what yells laundering money more than the Swedish bank account? what they use in Wolf of Wall Street, the Swedens. Swiss. Swiss, sorry, sorry, my bad. Swiss. I Where's think ne- it might be Swiss, though. I think you might be right about the country. Uh, investment banking company. Yeah, it's all, it's, you're on Paul, you're, you're correct. They're, they are Swiss, and it was Swiss in, in Wolf of Wall Street. So what so, you're yeah. saying is we have to trade for Nino Nino Ryder because he's Swiss, so it only makes sense to bring the... I think the, he's the, the Swiss and the Swiss El Nino. I think there was some goalies that were Swiss, but yeah, I think he's the only Swiss player I can think of. He's the he's that one, yeah. But it's funny because you know the Olympic rosters will come out if they did that, and the Swiss team will be like, "Those guys are Swiss." Right. <laughs> but with that being said, any final thoughts, boys? Happy Mother's Day to all belated Mother's Day to all the mother. Yeah. yeah, all you mothers. Um, no. <laughs> Enjoy your baseball. Enjoy your playoff hockey and basketball, and we'll see you next week. Talk to you guys soon. Introducing SN Snapshots, a new photography business started up by SND Podcast co-host Steven. Make sure to follow him on all of social media, such as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, by searching SN Snapshots. That's shots with a Z. He can also be reached very easily through his website snsnapshots.com so if you need a photographer for any sort of event and or project contact SN Snapshots now Come on,